is Mike. This is Brian. We're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones, but you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Which is a German game based on a French city sent to us from a listener in New Zealand. Whoa. Today's episode is very international. <laughs> French. German. I don't know what German sound. Uh, da? I don't know. Is it oh, Nazis. Come on, Nazis are right here. I don't know. We're like 30 seconds in and you're with the Nazi jokes. So, uh, Amy in New Zealand sent us this game, her and her husband, Greg. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Thank you for the game, and thank you for suggesting it. We've actually been... She's not the first person to suggest this game, right? No, several people have. And it, we've gone through the instructions, and it looks... It's going to be a fun game. I'm very positive today. <laughs> it is. Carcassonne is a tile-based German-style board game for two to five players. Tile-based, you said, right? Yeah, like tile. tile-like dominoes. Right. Designed by Klaus Jorgen Reedy. <laughs> and that's not, Klaus <laughs> isn't his only name. It's isn't just his first name. It's Klaus Jorgen Reedy. Like Jean Luc. And it's named after the medieval fortified town of Carcassonne <laughs> in southern France. <laughs> I love this episode because it lets us trot out our horrible, horrible <laughs> accents. Um, so it's named after this fortified town, Carcassonne in southern France, which is famed for its big city walls. And the game is played similarly to the way Domino's is played. <laughs> you said simile. Simile. <laughs> but sim- you're right. Sim- similarly. So it's played like Domino's. You're going to basically put tiles on the board. And the object is to build the most efficient and effective landscape around the central town of Carcassonne. And <laughs> deploy, their, deploy your followers on the roads, in the cities, and in cloisters, and in fields. What's a cloister? I have no idea, but it's a... Piece of grass with a building in the middle. (laughs) And monks live there. So that's all I know. And this game is super popular. It's won countless awards and has spawned many expansions and spinoffs, as well as several PC and console versions. I'm not going to say this game is hard, because today I'm positive Mike Lawson, and I'm only going to say positive things, because we have the pop filters on. (laughs) But positive Mike Lawson is going to say... This game is fun. However, like a spinoff might make it too difficult, in my opinion. Well, I think that there, I think many of them are like different versions of the tiles, like different cities, different things so to build off not of. Not an add on, but a different game, diff, like a completely different tile bait set? I think so. I, the, well, maybe I well, can. Well, like do here that. we go. Um, there's hunters and gatherers, wheel of fortune, ends and cathedrals, traders and builders, princess and dragon. Or are they, yeah, these are expansion. Okay. So maybe things that you either add to your existing set or a completely different city. Remember when uh, Spilled Milk was on and they were talking about the game Ticket to Ride, uh-huh. which is the train game? Yes. There's several versions of those train games where they go through other cities besides right. they run the original one. Okay, maybe I can handle that. Um, this game actually has a lot of strategy involved, maybe even a little bit of mathematics if you want to break it down. But it's easy enough that two... Uh, stupid podcast hosts will actually <laughs> enjoy it too. Actually, children, we should have a child here. They'd probably get this. And they'd they could say, teach us a thing or two. Dude, let, let me show you how it's done. Dude. 
Okay, let's talk about the contents of the box. Brian, can you tell us about the land tiles? Sure, there are 72 of them. One is the starting tile. It has a different color back on it. It's like darker. Right. They are all, they're all they kind of silver and gray, and this one's sort of silver gray and on. Silver. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The opposite colors. And then each of the tiles have different things on them. They have pictures of cities, roads, and field segments, as well as cloisters. Which we don't know what that means exactly, but... It's, we know what it looks like. It's a place where monks hang out. Right. And there are also 40 followers. There's the little wooden people sort of things. And yeah. Or meeples, I think is what they call, they're called in the Carcassonne. Oh, really? Um, vernacular. Eat, there's five colors. So there's blue, yellow, green, red, and black. Each follower can be used as a knight, a thief, a farmer, or a monk. And we're going to talk about that in a second. And then one of each player's uh, followers is used as a scoring marker on the scoring track. Right. And I like the scoring track. I like that there's a way that you don't have to use a piece of paper, that you can just put this on here and keep track of your points. Right. So basically, it's a track of numbers. And when you gain a point, you just move your person that many spots. So then you don't have to like do tally marks or anything weird like that. The players will place land tiles turn by turn. As they do so, the roads, the cities, the fields, the cloisters emerge and grow. On these, players can deploy their followers to earn points. Players score points during the game and at the end. The player with the most points after final scoring will be the winner. Easy. So each of us are going to pick a color to play with, and we're going to place the starting tile in the middle. I'm going to be black. Okay. I'm going to be yellow. So we are African-American and Asian-American. Brian, people are not black. People are not yellow. <laughs> I didn't say they were black. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to place one there on the track to keep track of our points. So if we were America's Next Top Model contestants, I would be Bianca and you would be Sheena. I don't watch TV, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been watching that at all. Um, you, so You really need to get on that. Nah. It's a little too... Uh, we'll, hold on. Let's do this. Play the game. So players uh, take turns clockwise, beginning with the starting player. Who's going to start? I will. Uh, I will. How about I will? <laughs> well, let's... Uh, <laughs> what should we do to decide? Flip something. Okay. This is very complicated. I go first. Okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so um, you're going to do three things, or there are three possible moves on your turn. First thing you're going to do is you're going to draw and place a new land tile. Then you are allowed to deploy one of your followers from your supply to the land tile you just placed. And then the third thing is if by placing the land tile, cloisters, roads, or cities are completed, then you score them and your turn is over. And, cool. then, and then the next player goes and so on and so forth. So on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. The first yada, player... Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> okay, so... The first player must draw a land tile from one of the face down stacks. We have all our ones in a box here. Mm -hmm. He looks at it and shows it to his fellow <laughs> players so they can advise him on the best placement of the tile and places it on the table using the following rules. A new tile must be placed with at least one edge adjacent and abutting one previously placed tile. The new tile may not simply be placed corner to corner with a previous tile. The new tile must be placed so that a field, city, or road segments on the new tile continue the field, city, and road segments, respectively, on all abutting tiles. Um, so after all of that, you can deploy followers. After the players place a land tile, he can deploy one of his followers using the follower following rules. The player can only play one follower on a turn. The player must take it from his supply. The player may only deploy it on the tile he just placed. 
and the player must choose where to deploy the follower on the tile, either as a knight, which is in a city segment, a thief, which is on a road, a farmer, which is in a field, and a monk, which is in a cloister. So the player may not deploy a follower on a field, city, or road segment if it connects to a segment on another tile that already has a follower, no matter how far away it is from any other player. Including and, himself. So he can't, if he's on another one, you can't put another one on. Okay. When a player has deployed all of his followers, he continues to play land tiles each turn. Although a follower may be may not be recalled, followers are returned to players when cloisters, roads, and cities are scored. The player's turn is over, and the next player in clockwise order takes his turn, and so on. If throughout the placement of a tile of the tile, cities, roads, and or cloisters are complete, these are scored before moving on to the next player. So you're taking score as we go. But then when, when, when the game's over, then we do another round of scoring for right. other things. The game ends when somebody plays the last land tiled and it's placed. And then you do the final scoring, which uh, you start scoring uh, incompleted roads, cities, and cloisters. For each incomplete road and city, the player, who has a thief on the road or a knight in the city, earns one point for each road or city segment. Pennants are worth one point each. For incomplete roads and cities with more than one follower, use the rules for the completed role, roads and cities to determine who scores. For an incomplete cloister, the player with the monk on the cloister earns one point for the cloister and one point for each land tile surrounding it. Okay. And then farm scoring is kind of complicated, but I think the directions kind of explain this well. So only completed cities are used for scoring farms for starters. And the farmer must be in a farm that borders a city to supply it. The distance of the farm is unimportant. So for each city of farm supplies, the player who deployed the most farmers in that farm earns three points regardless of the size of the city. If a player ties with the most farmers, each scores three points. When all completed cities are scored in this way, the score in the game is over. The player with the most points is the winner, and the play if players tie with the most, they rejoice in their shared <laughs> victory. Huzzah! Crocassant! <laughs> okay. Um, to make scoring easier when we're done scoring, um, the instructions suggest that we remove follow followers as we score them from the unfinished roads and cities and stuff, and I think that makes a lot of sense when we get there. Now, Amy sent some strategy of how she plays this game. Ooh. And she says that she tends to put down a farmer or two at the first opportunity. If there's only two of you, then two is plenty. Don't waste, guys, because farmers don't finish working until the end of the game. Thieves come and go quickly and are always useful. And always save a guy for a monastery because you never know when you'll get one. Because there aren't very many cloisters. So I think that we know this game now. Hallelujah. Let's kick this pig. All right, so we have the starting tile in the center. What did you just do? <laughs> did you just <laughs> shake up all of your little Asians? They're not Asian. They're just yellow. They're jaundiced. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to reach into the box and pull out a tile and then start a little road here. So, Mike, what's new with you? Um. Oh, you just... Scored a couple points by making a very tiny little city. Smallest city you've ever seen. <laughs> God, you would think I would prepare something for what's new with me. I'm always like stumped by that question. We, this is the first time in very many weeks that we haven't had like 
something special going on. I know. When it's we have when, when have, when we have people on the show, we don't tend to chit chat a lot unless we chit chat with them. Right. But we don't like just talk about ourselves. Yeah, shoot the breeze. Shoot the shit, if you will. Or breeze. You didn't notice I trimmed my eyebrows. That's new. I didn't notice. They were getting very bushy. I'm noticing your arm hair more because it looks sparse. No, it's growing back. What are you talking about? I know. You shaved like several parts <laughs> of your body recently and it's very <laughs> odd to me. What? Can we <laughs> talk about your legs? <laughs> I don't know why. It's the same thing with my head. I've done this with my head. I just shave it all off. I tell, don't know why. Tell the people what your legs look like right now. Well, they look all bruised at the same mark because of my bed, first of all. Because because where your bed is level is like right below your knees. My bed is like two feet, mm, less than two feet off the ground. And there's sharp like wood corners on it. And I bang my knees in the same, my shins in the same spot. Because your room's not that big and you have this big bed in it. Right. So there's, for starters, but then I should just shave my legs. (laughs) I know you shaved your legs and now it's like so more noticeable. Well, I don't wear shorts a lot. Well, that's true. I guess. I I mean, when I see you on weekends, I'm wearing shorts. But, like, the whole week, I'm wearing okay. regular clothes. I just was concerned that you were hurting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I trimmed my eyebrows last night, and it was scary, because what if I, like, shaved one off? Have but you done that before? Shaved an eyebrow off or yeah. trimmed? Over-trimmed or... No, not my eyebrows. No. no. Um, They were just getting, like, you could braid. There was, like, one... I need mine trimmed. Could... Does your barber or whoever cut your hair ever do it if i ask them to do you ever ask them to all the time <laughs> yeah it's good i think a lot of people don't really realize this is such a random tangent <laughs> but i think a lot of people don't realize because you look at the mirror straight on mm-hmm. you never see your profile but like sometimes people's profile you're like holy shit they need oh, to mine, trim that mine are like wild weeds they sometimes stick out and it's just gonna, <laughs> that's how i know like i'm gonna go get my haircut when we're done here are you really again when was curtis on last time that was your last haircut that was a while i didn't go that i went a few days after that but that oh. was a while ago oh um yeah i guess it's time yeah it's time. I, I know when it's time <laughs> <laughs> i think it, it's your go <laughs> no i okay <laughs> I don't think it is, but I will go. I think it is because I did this and I scored. Okay, cool. So what else? Wait, is oh, and I can't. Do- oh yeah, I can put a farmer down if I wanted to. I you could do well. that. Might as well. Oh. He goes on the side. I think it's weird. Why is the farmer sleeping on the job? I think it. I think it's for the like you explained, like for scoring. Yeah, like for you, later. We're not gonna like pay attention to him right now. Exactly. But it like gives a bad impression of how hard a farmer works. So aside from my... um, Oh, shoot. I meant to put one there. Can I do it now? (laughs) I would say no, but go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. We're new at this game. Um, So there's some bodyscaping, manscaping going on. (laughs) That was such a random tangent. How about you? What's new with you? I've been working a lot as well. Yeah. And keeps us young, <laughs> keeps us simple, keeps us rich, <laughs> <laughs> keeps the bills paid. Uh, a few weeks ago, I went to see the Weepies in concert. Who the Weepies is that? The like, <laughs> I was gonna nothing. That's not the like kids group, right? No, where they like each wear a different color. No, that's the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> Very different group. Uh, no, they're like a husband and wife. Uh, 
I've never heard of them. You've probably heard their songs and just didn't know who they were. Sing one. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) But they were, um, it was a really great show. They, uh, it was an acoustic show, so it was just their husband and wife. Yeah. And they had a bass player, and they played for a rather long time, like almost two hours. Where at? What venue? The Mesa Arts Center. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of the Mesa Arts Center. I really, I had never been to this particular stage that was there. There's a few stages at the little art, like small stages in one big stage. Yeah, and I was on like the third row, so like I was like right up in their business. Um... I'm sorry, I'm concentrating for a second. I saw a one-woman show. We talked about this recently, you and I, not on this podcast, but I saw a one-woman show about a flight attendant at the Mesa Art Center. Oh, yeah. And it was dreadful. It was really bad, and it was in a small theater. It wasn't like you could get up and leave without her watching. And during the, like, it was almost over, but it was like, so bad. She was like just telling really shitty jokes and about her life as a flight attendant and her wacky stories of weird passengers, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And she, this like woman and man got up and left. And as they were leaving, the woman, they were almost out of the theater, but like far enough away that we couldn't see them, but we could hear them. And the woman's like, that was horrible. <laughs> and like the, the woman who was like on stage could totally hear it too. It was sad. I just completed the tiniest of roads. <gasps> Carcassonne. <laughs> oh, we're so offensive to the French. It's not offensive. <laughs> really? No. French people, are you offended right now? <laughs> we... Send emails to Brian at <laughs> just trying to think of what's going to benefit me later. So we did a live show, Mike, last week. That was live? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of crazy. What's funny is I was kind of worried because we had never we had never done that. And it was a little it was a little scary. Yeah. Like I was just afraid like something really technically wrong was I was worried about the technical part of it. Like what if. I don't know. Some Well, I mean, there was a little bit of an echo, but I was worried about that. But I was also worried, like, what if, I don't know, I stumble over my words and I sound like an idiot. I can't edit that out. Well, we do that all the time, though. Well, we edit it out, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but we stumble on it. And then we edit it out. Do you not get my point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't put that there. You can't. Almost. I uh, can put it here, right? Yep. And I'm going to put a little dude on the road. I don't think little dude is the official term. I'm thinking. Do you know the movie? What movie? Of the song I was just singing. What were you singing? No, I'm not going to sing. This You're... episode, I'm not going to sing. Bullshit. So I've been singing like the whole afternoon, thanks to this Carcassonne game, a song that I vowed to Brian I would not continue singing during... Wait! I need... Oh, son of a gun. thought I did something good. Nothing's complete because of this oh, open yeah. end. Almost. Um, I've been singing a song from Disney's Aladdin because it has the word thief in it and the directions say thief a hundred times. But I told Brian, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sing this song on the podcast. So when Mike and I were going over this game before we started recording, I told him that the game really impresses me that there must be some sort of like logic behind it because of all these tiles look completely different, but 
we have yet to come across a situation where we draw one and can't play it. Right. So some, there's like some sort of mathematical formula. Yeah, on. there's a, there's reasoning behind it or something. Reasoning we don't understand. <laughs> oh, it's... Oh, I almost sang the Disney Aladdin song and I won't. You really, really want to sing. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I think you should... The instructions say that I should advise. Right. You should put that one here. Here? Yeah, then I get points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see how you are. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to get points eventually. Maybe make That's it long. That's true. There you go. Because, I mean, really, there's a weird strategy because you don't want really want me to complete this road, but you also want it to complete quicker than, you know, slower. Right. So for this road, I get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. points. And then you can get your dude back. Um, Can anyone guess where we ate lunch today? <laughs> <laughs> Game Night Guys is brought to you by... Zoe's Kitchen. Do you get one point for each or two in a city? Let's see. Isn't a city double? City. Two points per tile, two points per pennant. Oh, man. These little ones, we weren't doing two points. That's okay. I mean, we both did it. So up until now. So I get six for this, though. We're really bad about, like, reading something and then completely forgetting it. (laughs) I kind of wish we were in France right now. We could have bread and cheese. I mean, nothing's stopping us right now from having bread and cheese, but, you know, it's just better there. You had, what kind of um, pita, that was pita bread on your salad, right? Yeah. And there was, like, some crumbled stuff. What was that? Feta? Yeah, cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to complete this road for you. Nice. I'm going to get four points for that. Okay, so I got... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did you count this one? Uh huh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I didn't. Cool. So you get eleven. I keep getting these cloisters. This area is a good cloister area. <laughs> this is like Sim City for someone without a computer. Pretty much. Because you're like building a city. They're they're neighboring cloisters. I am. Do you know the commercial? I'm thinking of a number. No. (laughs) One problem with this game, and us playing it at least, is we had to completely clear off the table where we normally normally have our like audio equipment because we had this thing expands so far. It's a takes up a lot of table space. You're right. Maybe I'm being really quiet during this episode because I'm concentrating so hard on not singing that Aladdin song. So you have four points for that city. Four. Why is a thief in the street and not in the city? Maybe he's on the roads like to stop people and take their stuff. Like Robin Hood. Yeah. Was. I have another one of these. Dang you and your cloisters. (laughs) It's a lot of cloisters. It's a cloister fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Maybe in like you can come. This will be like the cloister village right here. Yeah. You're not going to put a man on it? No, I want to keep one, just in case. A case what? A cloister comes <laughs> up? like. <laughs> well, if I don't, then then if I have one of these little cities, then I won't have anything to play. True. It's just a lot of points when you complete them there. True, but I have these. Mm. Try to get this one complete, would you? No, I'm not doing nothing <laughs> for you. <laughs> I have no men in that. This won't, this won't complete the city, so you got nothing to worry about. I'm not doing nothing for you. You're mean. 
<laughs> okay, so just to update the people at home, the current score is 33 to 45. But it's anyone's game because of the... Well, you don't have any farmers down, actually. Oh, I don't. Okay, I am going to put a farmer on this field. So this, all of this belongs to me. <laughs> Rio Grande Games makes this, by the way. Have you ever heard of a Rio Grande game before? I think Dominion was Rio Grande. Oh, two in a row? What? Yeah. Oh, well, not in a row, but... <laughs> and I just completed the city. Six points. I'm giving you so much in this city. I don't want to grow that city at all. I'm really afraid of you and your power. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're leading. Yeah, but I want to stay in the lead. Oh, okay. So Big Brother has ended since we have talked last. Oh, my so God. I'm pretty much watching no <laughs> TV right now. Which is funny because now I'm watching so much TV. We switched. I know, and I don't normally watch a lot of TV. How do you get all your TV? Like, you don't have cable, right? I watch it through Hulu Plus and through Amazon and stuff like that. Okay. On my Roku. We love our Rokus. I do. I like my Roku a lot. Mike and I had recently started watching Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, on Netflix streaming. I have a lot of friends who watch that show, and so I thought I'd give it a try. I, I, I tried to watch it a long time ago, and I just couldn't get into it. And honestly, I'm still not that into it. Oh, I'm into it. I appreciate its value and it, you know what it does and everything, but I just I, I have a hard time getting into the stories. The first couple episodes were a little too gory, and I'm like watching them at home late at night alone, and I had to turn one off once. <laughs> it just wasn't. It wasn't like, oh my god, I'm so scared of this. It was more like, this is not. This is making my heart beat too fast. I can't be watching this all alone. So Breaking Bad is good. Also, I've been watching the Larry Sanders show. Right. Do you remember that? Mm hmm And it's good. It's very Curb Your Enthusiasm, Seinfeld, sort of dry, witty. It's really good. Um, and I started watching it after our friends at Pop Culture Poppy Hour, Happy Hour on NPR suggested. Oh, they're our friends? Yeah. What's his name? Michael, the filling guy. Michael something. Mike Katzeff. He was filling in, and it was like one of the things that's making him happy in I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. Everything he suggested, I liked. I think you just like him. I want to marry him. <laughs> just kidding. I don't even know him. I think he likes chicks. Oh, that doesn't stop me. <laughs> just kidding. It's kind of a deal breaker. Kind of. That's going to be a nice little city you got there. Yeah. In fact, I am going to put a farmer here. Farmer in the deal. I'm at 49 points, by the way, and the scoring track ends at 50. So when I get there, I put him on his back to I, signify that I'm past 50. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Good idea I got from the instructions. <laughs> Did it say to do that? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know if we read it because it was part of the boring part. We skipped a little bit of the instructions when we read it. A little bit. This city looks good. It does. It's kind of a, it's a unique landscape. I like the city <laughs> in between the roads. Oh, yeah, that is nice. It's like the freeway. This is the 202. Yeah, it is. It goes complete. It's like the freeway access completely that loops around the city. Here in um, the Valley of the Sun, they call it, we have a freeway called the, two, loop, the 202 Loop. Loop 202. Is that what it's called? That's one of them. We have a couple. We have 101 and 202. 101 <laughs> completely goes all the way around yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, this is kind of like the Loop 202. So what's confusing about that, though, is some streets run through so like 202 power road hits twice so that's kind of confusing are you on the north or south loop 202 but so this is the 202 of our carcassonne <laughs> 
this is going to be a nice little city too if we ever complete it. I, if I put it there, I get three points. If I put it here, I get two. Now, is that a cloister as well? I think it is. Is it? So my guy stays? I think it's a cloister and a road ender. There is a... Um, so I choose, do I want to put it on the cloister or the road? Oh, oh probably the road. Same. If you want to... You put it on the road then, but then you wouldn't... Yeah. You Depends on what I want to do. It's the same as like this yeah. guy who has, you know, multiple... Because cloisters take a long time to fill up, which is why they're worth so many points. Right. We sound like such board game nerds right now. <laughs> Worst piece ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. I could also find some green area like this and cloister fuck myself. <laughs> there. I'm going to do that. I think that was a good move, Mike. Okay. I think we're going to run out of tiles soon. So yeah. the game will probably be over, right? Yeah. That's how she blows. That's what she said. <laughs> what was the joke? There was a joke at lunch that was cracking us up. How did you pick a tile already? It's still my turn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you'd played it already. Oh, your salad. Remember, you were like, they should toss the salad before they bring it out. It's and called a toss salad. Let's be 12 about it. And it gave me the giggles. <laughs> I don't want to give you any more city. Well, it I don't want to give you any more city. It takes a village I don't know what to build means. a village. I'm going to take that road with my last follower. Thief. Stop, thief. Vandal. Outrage. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't sing it, though. I just spoke it. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> what are you doing? We'll put that there. I don't have a people to put on it, though. Good job. If I had a person, I would put it on it, but... All our followers are deployed. That sounds so... Like, <gasps> oh. It's like we're playing, like, Risk or anything. Do you know how to play Risk? Never played Risk. <laughs> we're two very unexperienced game board game people for someone who has a show like this. <laughs> I know. I really want to complete that city. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I really want to complete that city. Because I'm gonna. I thought I was reviewing movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We'll see if anyone gets that. <laughs> We're getting to the end. There's like five There's... pieces left, maybe. I know. Ding ding. Last tile. Wait, hold on. I'm not done. Oh. I'm gonna be a farmer there since it's the last tile. I might as well. Might as well. And then, if that's the case, then I will put this here. Hey, wait, why is my guy here if the road's complete? Because the road, I don't know. You never <laughs> you never took him. I wasn't paying attention. Okay, okay, so you're good. Let's add up. Do you want to, like, add up some points and I'll add up some points? Yeah, like, what Let's do we do? Let's do it separately. You just get all the points for incomplete. Okay, so you add up yours. Okay, so one. And, re and remove them as you yeah. do them. One, two, three, four, right? How yeah. about you'll do this and I'll do my okay, one, okay. two, three, four. And then we'll switch. So one, two, three, four for this road. So this farmer sees this city only, three points, because this one's incomplete. And this farmer sees nothing, zero points. Okay, that count mine. Okay. Oh, so one, two for this monastery. This is nine. And then one, two, three for this guy. Okay. So it's 65, Brian. What's 50 plus 33? 83. 65 to 83. Way to go, Mike. It was close. Yeah. That was actually fun. I really like this game. Carcassonne! Thank you, Amy and Greg, for sending it to us. We really appreciate and it. And thank you to all the people that suggested this game. Yeah. Because 
without your suggestions, we would just be playing Saved by the Bell, the board game, over and over. <laughs> or Hello Kitty, Big Row Bingo. Somebody asked on the Twitter if we ever play games multiple times, right? Didn't Wasn't that Twitter or was that Facebook? Somewhere. I think it was Twitter. And um, that was a, that's a good question. Do we ever play games multiple times, Brian? Uh, you and I usually only play them. We, we, we don't play a lot of games outside of the show. We do occasionally. There have been certain games like uh, Farkle and Mealborn that I have continued to play with other people outside right. after the show. And I taught my mom how to play, or my family how to play Mealborn. We play Rummy all the time, so that is a given. And then Scattergories, that's like a family staple. So yeah, we play the games outside sometimes, but like some of the games... We play them, and then Brian throws them in the corner, and we never see them again. I have a I have a box I keep by the door that I just put garage sale items in or uh, thrift store items that I take to the thrift store. And there's Some, many times that we'll just pack up the game and stick it in there because we know we're never going to want to play it for again. For example, where's Careers at? Gone? Or did you save them? Uh, I don't know. I think, did I? I may have. I took a bunch of stuff last week, so. It might I think be it, in there. It was probably in there. Mousetrap went in there. <sighs> What did you... Payday. Oh, hate Payday. What did you... Oh, my God. Positive Mike. Payday was okay. I mean, there were a few (laughs) positive... (laughs) I can't think of anything to say. I think it's going against your natural grain. (laughs) That's not true. Um, Mike is very positive. (laughs) Mike is. What is... Mike is positively positive. Let's say you had a party, a board game party. Not just like a regular come drink at my house party but an actual board game party would you pull this out i would i like this a lot i'd be interested to see what it's like playing with more than two people it's a great game for two people for sure yeah uh but you can play up to five so that would be interesting to see how that works then i would like this there are okay now let's think of a new question i'm gonna ask you your i i mean every game game most games i say like would you pull us out a party here's another question let's say you're gonna play a board game at a coffee shop would you play this I don't know, because it takes a lot of table room to play this, and typically True. typically coffee shops have tiny tables well, that you of, sit at. Think of Lola Coffee, though. They have those, like, huge tables. Yeah, it, it depends on their place, yeah. Lola or Coffee lot, does have, like, huge tables yeah. that set, like, six people or whatever. The reason I wouldn't play this at a coffee shop, you didn't ask, but let's <laughs> say so you did, I, it looks too nerdy. It looks too Dungeons & Dragon-y. Doesn't it look kind of like... Yeah, but I think people who are into this wouldn't care. True. I don't know. It just looks weird. I think you're just self-conscious about looking nerdy and board gamey in that's, public. That's <laughs> not entirely false. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Links, show notes, and photos of the games we play can be found on our website, which is GameNightGuys.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. If you like the show, please consider writing us a review on iTunes. It helps people find us and it lets them know what the show's all about. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. And you can follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Mr. Mike Lawson. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you're invited to our next game night. It's your move. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, that just sounded dumb. It did.